Welcome to KSS from Shit Podcast, a place where we'll be discussing all things in life, according to me. I'm your host, Ken. I definitely got some shit to say. I want to start off today's podcast with a quote. It's quotes from the motion picture movie Crash, which came out in 2005. The quote goes as such. I think we miss touch so much that we crash into each other just so we can feel something. Today's podcast is based off one of the five love languages. You know, the need of some of us for the touch and the feel. If you never heard about love languages before, they are a concept that was created by a doctor by the name of Gary Chapman. He was an author, or he is an author, and a couples counselor who discovered after years of taking notes during sessions with his patients, a reoccurring theme. When it came to the lack of communication, misunderstanding of one another's needs, there he noticed that people interpret or express love in five major ways, which consist of words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, or receiving gifts. He published his book in the 1992 entitled The Five Love Languages. His theory still resonates with many people today. If you're saying, hold up, Kia, how do I know? Or how can I tell if my love language is physical touch? Well, there's a few signs, I mean, that can help you recognize their love language. Like, are you comfortable with public displays of affection, whether it's a small group or a large group? Do you feel alone in a relationship if you're not able to express or receive physical affection? Do you like to get massages on a regular basis or love the occasional foot rub or just have to have some part of your anatomy touching another human beings? Do you pride yourself on being a good hugger? And do you like just sitting close to someone? Do you look forward to kisses and intimacy with your partner more than anything else? If you say yes to most of this, then maybe your main love language just may in fact be physical touch. However, there is a test online that you can take that will help you figure that out. Physical touch is a nonverbal love language people use to let others know that they are cherished. The physical nature of the language leads Some people that think it is simply about satisfying sensual or raw needs. It's not just about hunching on or being hunched by someone. Desiring physical touch is usually more about feeling seen and safe than it is about sex. All touch is not created equal. Whether a specific touch is romantic or not usually comes down to who is doing the touching and how it makes you feel. Touch from someone you have a romantic feelings for in a way that's meant to strengthen your emotional bond or excite you physically or sexually, that's a romantic touch. Touch between you and someone you have platonic emotional feelings or bond with is not romantic. And expressions of physical touch doesn't necessarily have to lead to sex, though they certainly can when both partners are on the same nasty page of their minds playing in some sewer water of the gutter. Regardless, when someone communicates love in terms of physical touch, that doesn't necessarily mean they're always in the mood. 
Likewise, partners of people who speak this language should never assume they have permission to touch their significant other at any time or in any place. Remember, just because it's your love language doesn't mean it's your partner's love language. And I am one who will yell at, at you, unhand me, unhand me. I'm sorry, I got excited. When it comes to couples and the language of physical touch, communicating love is largely about timing. To those who value this type of dialect, even the most subtle gestures of a forehead kiss or gentle stroke of a finger or a well-placed hand on the small of your back, a head scratch or a reassuring hand squeeze can speak volumes if it's delivered at the right time. Before I go any further, did you know that there is a such thing as professional cutlass or professional snuggler? Yes, they get paid to snuggle and cuddle with complete strangers. Now, this form of touch is called touch therapy. It's completely platonic. No funny business. No happy endings. No from the window to the wall to the sweat drip down my balls. Just a person spooning or snuggling with their client. That is it. But it's a job and people make six figures doing it. Maybe close, but five and a half figures. Well, five figures. Okay. Anyway, here are different ways to show intimate love through physical touch. You could kiss. Tender kisses don't always have to be a segue to sex. Even though for some it does, it always doesn't have to. Kissing is one of the easiest, most effective ways to show physical love to your partners. See, I'm not a fan of getting hot laying up under someone trying to enjoy their recycled air, but I do like a good kiss. You can kiss their lips, their neck, their cheek, their forehead, their hand. In many cultures and throughout history, kisses has been shown as an act of respect, greeting, or affection. Kissing is used in all different types of relationships, romantic and non-romantic, and should be prioritized. Holding hands with your partner in public or in private, is an easy gesture that can immediately release mood-boosting endorphins. Parents often hold their children's hand for protective reasons, but also to have that physical connectedness. It is one of the best ways to show physical love to your partner. And then skin-to-skin touching. I briefly talked about skin-to-skin while discussing bedroom hygiene eons ago, but touching can be sexual but it also could be non-sexual and still intimate. You know, dragging your fingers across your partner's back or neck or being intimate expression of love, touching your partner's hair, holding the back of their neck or staring into their eyes and even touching their bare leg can be an expressive way of telling your partner you're there for them. You are physically attracted to them and you are in love with them. And then there is cuddling. Cuddling is a... You physically wrapping yourself around your partner can bring you closer together physically, obviously, and emotionally. Your partner may prefer to be the big spoon or the little spoon or the Orion's belt or the happy calculator or whatever names you call these wrestling moves you put or place each other in while trying to mighty morph and power range into each other. I mean, it's the merging and becoming one for me. See, cuddling is an excellent way to de-stress and create intimacy. 
and it's also essential for a long-term and healthy relationship. For many, cuddling means reassuring or reassurance from their loved ones that they are safe and can let their guard down. Now, you might be like, why do I need to cuddle? I'm not a cuddler. I'm going to give you some reasons because I'm not a cuddler anyway, but here we go. Cuddling feels good in obvious sense, but it also is good for your health. Improving your heart health. Oxytocin also lowers blood pressure. Thus, it is heart healthy like Cheerios. You know, what else decreases blood pressure? A decrease in salt intake, a healthy diet, you know, cuddling up to some exercises. It's also heart healthy. The release of oxytocin often or after cuddling with your loved ones can ease your stress and anxiety by increasing dopamines and serotonin in the body. These two neurotransmitters help regulate your mood. You know, dopamine also regulates the pleasure center in your brain. During your gloomy days and stormy weather, a hug from your loved ones can make you feel bright and shiny. And when you're down with a cold, a hug can do wonders. By inhaling someone exhales and them kneading and gliding strokes they give during deep and nurturing hugs, it's seen to help your body produce more white blood cells that fight diseases. It lessens the hormone that increases the stress hormones, cortisol. It decreases existence cortisol levels in your body. And it also decreases cytokines that may cause inflammation. And then 10 minutes of cuddling can give you a good night's sleep due to the calming effects of oxytocin. As much as someone likes to cuddle prior to going to sleep, just take into account that the human head, the adult human head, weighs about an average of 11 pounds. Imagine 11 pounds of dead weight on you. Now, I have a big ass head. I've made my own arm go numb multiple times throughout my my life. So I'm sure that I've cut off circulation to people's lower arms and fingers. I've also been on the receiving end of an overzealous cuddler and laid in the bed with a full bladder restraint like a bear in a trap or a chicken in a coop trying to pry my way out of a vice grip headlock and ankle locked leg move that my partner at the time had me in, scared that I was going to release all the fluid in my body that I was retaining into my bed like a child having a toilet dream. So just be mindful. You might like to cuddle, but, you know, sometimes get the fuck off of me. Move over there. I want to, like, let me lay against the wall so I know I can escape. Because if the smoke detector was to go off, I'm not getting out, okay? Because of you. Anyway, I digress. I was having flashbacks. Um, it's believed that cuddling can assist in weight loss. Since the same hormones that is released after eating a hearty plate of food that signals in your brain and your body to stop eating is also released while hugging and kissing and holding hands. You know, the same effect as the oxytocin released after a well-rounded meal. In short, there is less probability for you to grab a snack or another bite while cuddling unless you are getting fed or you are doing the feeding. <laughs> Ow. There have also been high reports of increased of sexual satisfaction when followed by a kiss, cuddling, and or caressing by your partner. 
cuddling a significant other prior to intercourse is a part of foreplay. And it does signal some bounce-a-wow-wow is about to occur. It also elevates your mood. Yes, intercourse, but also cuddling. (laughs) Get into it. A good hug from a loved one is sometimes all you need to get by. Da-da. When you are depressed or feel like chicken little, like the world is crashing down on your head, physical touch, whether it be by a small gesture or a large one, can make you feel like you are not alone. I am here with you, though we don't need... Okay, I'm sorry. Studies have shown that touch is the best way to communicate emotions, such as love, gratitude, and sympathy between loved ones. You can communicate different emotions through touch because sometimes a word isn't needed, just support and a feeling of being heard and loved. Also helps relieve pain. Experts claim that cuddling in the form of therapeutic touch can also reduce pain. Therapeutic touch is a technique where therapists place their hands on or near a person's body intending to help or heal. This could also be that be considered the placebo boo-boo kiss parents or guardians of our tender parts plant on our knees and elbows. Or like Suge said when introducing Miss Silly's blues, because she scratched my head when I was ailing. Discovering your love languages together is an opportunity to communicate and stretch or strengthen your relationship skills to make sure both of your needs are met. Some ways you can practice speaking your partner's love language is if your partner's love language is physical touch. It's holding hands while you walk or sit quietly together and just be still. If your love language is quality time, then you guys are filling or fulfilling each other. If your love language is gift giving, choosing gifts that gratify your partner's tactical needs, like a soft blanket or a neck massager or a foot massager. To build your touching habit, give frequent random hugs or back rubs throughout the day. A nice hand squeeze or a shoulder grab or a tender kiss. Experiment with massaging different areas of their body to find common ground for you both to enjoy and not just each other's genitals. Try PDA to remind your partner you focus is on them when there's a lot going on around you. It is also important how you receive physical affection from your partner. Being touched may not come naturally to you because you have sensory differences. You could be on the autism spectrum, which most of us are, or there was a lack of touch in your life previous, or there are traumas in your past. It's still possible to have a fulfilling physical relationship by communicating with your partner and experiment to get comfortable with touch, with feel. Let your partner know that as you get used to being touched, your reactions are not a rejection of them or of their affection. Just something you need more practice with. You can also Tackle problems that run too deep with a counselor or a therapist. If physical touch is your love language, 
You really need it to have a solid romantic relationship. If you or your partner don't have matching love languages, you can still learn to meet and fulfill each other's needs. Let your partner know what you need to feel loved and make an intentional effort to provide what they need. In today's busy world, it is so easy to sacrifice intimacy and hard to find time to relax and recharge. Even if your love language is largely physical physical touch, cuddling is still a way to help you stay connected to those you love, including yourself. So what are you waiting for? Hug, snuggle, kiss, stroke every chance you get, but be safe and get permission. Find the cuddling position that works for you and snuggle up with your partner, your friend, a pet, a stuffed animal, a body pillow, a book. It's good for you and good for your body and your soul. That is it for me today. This has been Kia Says Some Shit. You can find me on Instagram at Kia Says Some Shit where you can leave a question, comment, concern, or if you have a topic you'd like me to discuss on an upcoming podcast, leave it there. See you guys next week.